0: That's right, Chuck. Hello the Assemble. <laughs> <laughs> I I oh, <laughs> all all come
1: 99 Nerds Podcast. We are here for episode 47? 46. <laughs> <46? laughs> <46? laughs> uh i was gone last week and the funny thing is last week we didn't even say an episode i think it's 47 we're up there that's for sure we're doing it and uh just so you know guys this is (laughs) podcasting (laughs) we today are here to talk about secret invasion we said we weren't gonna watch it and then we did and we've got That's thoughts right, and opinions. Chuck. It was super easy, barely an inconvenience. To We're going to tell you what went right, what went wrong, what is going on with the MCU and what happened overall in MCU Secret Invasion. Before we get to that, though, about three weeks ago, I promised you guys a top five list. I said I would bring it to you and then I didn't. And then I wasn't here. So we are going to lead off with Austin's top five Batsuits. Thank God. This encompasses animated live action video games not so much comic not so much just well, illustration uh more of these shows movies and video games so it's your favorite way that the crusader is caked? one would say yes so number five we're gonna start off with the justice league animated series from 2001 to 2006 it's just so classic. The proportions of his body are ridiculous. His mm. boots are super pointy. His ears stretch to the sky. Oh my gosh. And it's ridiculous. But it is nostalgia. It is what I grew up on and I love it. Number four, the Batfleck Batman versus Superman suit. It is texturally one of the best suits that texturally, has been on film. I said it. Like it. It. The texture.
0: Wanna, like if you were to put your hands upon it. If you were to text
1: touch it. Isn't that the gorilla suit, though? Yeah. Well, the, here's, the, here's the only negatives to that suit. The color scheme is fantastic. Uh, the, the, the way it showed up on film was fantastic, in my opinion. Okay. I'm not a huge fan of the chunky bat. Oh my which gosh. is, is kind of like the Frank Miller style. It's kind of like him. the old grizzled Batman look. Um, Chunky bat. That and he's got the sh- super short ears, like complete opposite of Justice League. Yeah, you don't get good aerodynamics with those things. No, but it did look very good on film. I like the the gray and the black. And admittedly, th- so this was Batfleck, Ben Affleck's first appearance as Batman. Every single appearance after that, the Batsuit got worse and worse. Dang. I agree. Culminating in him in The Flash in some ridiculous get up that just looked completely off do you
0: think there is a correlation
1: to how tired
0: ben affleck got with how bad the suits became maybe which was the
1: chicken and the egg you know it's like i think the chicken was his tiredness and the egg was the suit all right number three the dc animated movie universe this is kind of the newer cartoon styles uh i sent you guys pictures the fact that you're not following along is a little insulting but that's fine i so i just really like this one the color scheme is great i love the batman logo um i love the cowl though the way it wraps the the shape of where his his mouth is looks, looks really good the ears are perfectly pointy perfectly long the only downside is like this animated style does not transition well to real life i've got a picture in here of a guy wearing a real life version of that suit and it just looks completely ridiculous with the white eyes in animation, the white eyes are flawless. In real life, it just looks super creepy. It's really dark. I can kind of—it's hard for me to see. Yeah, it was hard for me to find a good picture. But that one—he is—it's not Kevin Conroy; it's Jason O'Mara, and I really like him. Who's Jason O'Mara? I mean, Kevin Conroy is the absolute goat Batman voice, but Jason O'Mara is a very good replacement, in my opinion. Uh, number two, the Batman featuring Robert Pattinson. Yeah, oh I like gosh. that one. One simple reason. The Batarang is in the chest plate. Oh. Super innovative. Literally the greatest thing I've seen on film. <laughs> Absolutely melted my brain when I saw it. Uh, the only... I love the boots. I love the grunge. I love the new take on Batman. You like emo Batman. I like emo Batman. I'm here for it. The only thing I was a little uncertain of when I first saw like the, the sneak peeks, the cowl looked a little weird is a little different it's like super heavy leather in the front and then it looks like a different material in the like back the ears are on the back of the head yeah but back. It, I, on film it looked very very good um i'll say what i like about that suit is it looks like
0: it's made of just solid chunks of metal sure and i believe if a thug
1: a hooligan a bad guy were to punch batman he would hurt his hand really bad yeah the only reason it's not number 1 is I'm not super crazy about the collar aspect, but uh, uh but the collar's cool, it's new and it's regal. It is cool, it's new and it's regal. Those are all things that you said and I agree with. <laughs> okay. Uh but let's get to number 1. Number 1 by far with a bullet, not even close. The Arkham Knight video game suit. Uh it's just so so good. It's everything about it, all the gadgets, First of all, he's yoked out of his mind in that game. He is the the biggest and strongest Batman. Oh, yeah. And he's literally, like, <laughs> invincible in that he's game. He's 10
0: pounds of potatoes in a 5-pound bag, right, Dave?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <It> pre- <laughs> Don't make fun of me. I've been quiet. <laughs> it probably helps that... Uh, that I, I've spent the most hours looking at this batsuit playing that video game. I have I have visually looked at it the longest, but the cowl is is sick. The super high ears look good. It's just super mechanical. Isn't there a point in that game where you like upgrade to that suit? Like you start with a different suit, then when you upgrade to this one, it's like game over.
0: I feel bad. I only played the first Batman
1: Arkham Asylum game. Oh And Sean. I played through it
0: just once. And I never got to play the other ones. Yeah,
1: I've played all of them. Yeah. Arkham Knight, all of them yeah you sure i've played all of them so you've played asylum mm-hmm. city mm-hmm. arkham knight uh yeah is that what it is that's the newest one and then and there's then gotham o- uh what is it sean do you help me so out now i need to look it up i just told
0: you i never played those games except for the first <laughs> one no the
1: it's not batman it's everybody else oh uh it's like uh batman and friends that might be it there's, Min- a, there's <laughs> an arkham Min- collection. There's an Arkham collection. Let me look at all the games in it. It's I know called, I've played it all It's called Gotham something. Isn't it just Gotham Knights? Oh, it might be. Yeah But then there's also like the Arkham origins. Oh Yeah, oh, and that's yeah. like the Arkham story origins. of him meeting Joker essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah I played them all dude and that like in that game You can switch out your batsuit suit to different skins. Okay, and I never did why would I they gave you the best one? Ever, dude, I like uh, the Batman Beyond skin. I think that's sweet. Batman Beyond, red and black, the slim black suit. After I finish this list, one one suit that I want to tip my cap to, uh, tip it. or wait, what do I usually say? Taps off. I want to give taps off to this <laughs> bat suit. Honorable mention is that that one, the Batman animated series. I can't. It was on like Cartoon Network. It's newer. It had Robin and Batgirl in it. And the joker had dreads yeah that bat suit was sweet oh I, that show was really good the joker uh, was if weird. you look past the fact weird. that joker <laughs> is voiced by an african-american man and he has dreads he was just trying something they did try something uh that was a really i like that show a lot it's not just a phase mom i actually just started that <laughs> show on hbo you did yeah it's on hbo it's yeah. i think it's the batman from like 2002 it's like the newer one yeah it's newer um you could oh, yeah, the, watch, which is twenty-one years old. Dang. <laughs> holy! You wow. could watch
0: nothing but Batman animated material for the rest of your life.
1: Yeah. Where would you rank uh, Michael Keaton's? Because uh, I hated it. Below, I like I didn't put um, the Christopher Nolan uh, suits on there at all. But I think those suits are all better than the Michael Keaton one. The problem hmm. with the Michael Keaton one is it, it it's
0: one piece
1: yeah. of rubber.
0: It's rubber. And the, I mean, we make fun of the fact of like, oh, Batman can't turn his mm-hmm. neck. But it's like, <laughs> well, the reason should be because he's got such giant freaking traps. 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 Yeah. There
1: is no, it's impossible. Right. <laughs> Not just because the suit's poorly designed. And that's him in that video game. Sean, I, like, that video game is top tier. All right. How about this? And... I, I broke this down during our review of the Batman. The Batman, all the aspects I love it is like the detective Batman. Those elements are so played well. That's the coolest in Batman. The video game. Yeah. I want, I want like a Batman show,
0: that's like Monk, dude, with yeah. Tony Shalhoub. Exactly. But it's that's, Batman.
1: That's kind of like uh, that Gotham show on ABC. A young James Gordon. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Played by that guy that people used to say looked like. You are that guy. until something changed. You are literally him. Thanks. <laughs> All right. How about this, real quick, before we finish? Yeah, yeah. I to pitch you this idea. I Want you to imagine Batman, mm-hmm. and he's got the look. He's got the cowl. He's got the ears. Right. But he also has a hoodie. He never puts it up. <laughs> he just has the. <laughs> he just has that hoodie. Yeah. Hood.
1: Just in case it gets real windy. But so it's it never like it's does. like it's <laughs> like streetwear Batman. I like it. I could see Pattinson pulling that out in the second movie. Uh, Where would you rank Lego Batman suit? Uh, (laughs) uh, Probably just below uh, the Christopher (laughs) Nolan suits. (laughs) I just watched Lego Batman with Emily. Yeah, That's a weird movie. (laughs) It's pretty funny. (laughs) Have you guys seen it? Yeah. Yeah. It is like one joke after another. Darkness. My favorite part, just real quick, my favorite part is Robin. And I love that it's Job and... uh, The people from Rust Development. Michael Sarah. Yeah. Yeah. Michael Sarah and Joe. My favorite part is when he keeps calling him dad. He's like, don't call me dad. He's like, okay, Papa. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a great part.
0: Well, there you go. That's all about. uh,
1: Those are my top five. Sean will be bringing you. That's all about Batman. He will be bringing you a hot new top five list next week. We don't even know what it is. He doesn't even know what it is. No topics are off. Could be his top five top fives. I think he's going to do top five numbers. Number four. Under pressure. <laughs> Number three. Yeah. All right. So let's get into Secret Invasion. Uh, Sean, on a scale of one to secret, how invasive was this show?
0: You're not going to ask why I have sunglasses on?
1: I literally don't care. <laughs> <laughs> no, Sean, why are you wearing
0: sunglasses? Because <laughs> I'm hiding something.
1: Oh, oh. What is it? It's it's your identity. Secret.
0: You don't, I don't want you to know if this I'm, if sus- I'm. Falling asleep right now. This not. is more suspenseful than the show secret. Oh my invasion. gosh. That's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing about that is incorrect.
1: So, how invasive was this show?
0: Uh, it wasn't invasive at all. And yeah. it wasn't secretive at all.
1: Uh, I'd argue with that. This oh was highly invasive. Oh. This show, in general terms, really challenged the rest of marvel <laughs> it, it invaded into the the scale of power and what it means that's to have superpowers like that's the truth. truth uh they spent 212 million dollars on that show sean Where? Man, i could do a lot with 212 million dollars <laughs> probably just on the scroll makeup i can make two oppenheimers so sean let's let's talk about this show. I could make Do we want to 10, do a one I
0: could make ten Star Wars. Dang. Do we wanna do a one to
1: ten rating?
0: Uh can we do it at the end? Because I sure a part of me feels like gives me no matter what you it. think about the show, after we're finished, you're gonna have a you're gonna have a more leveled out opinion. Mm-hmm. Because it's like you say, you give a good or a good rating, and then by the time we've torn it to shreds, you're like, right, right, yeah, this movie yeah. or the show, <laughs> or the other way around. Maybe you think you hate it, but yeah. something about our discussion inspires a deep empathy within you, right, to care longingly about this show in a way you never thought possible. Well, let's find out. All right. Well, I was going to say, first off the bat, here's the critical flaw with a show like this: there is zero tension. Yeah. It's set up like a spy thriller. Right. And in theory, it's a perfect premise for a spy thriller. Yeah. I mean, think about it. You got Anybody Could Be a Skrull. Right. And it... Okay. How about this? You guys remember we'd play a game, Secret Hitler.
1: Oh, (laughs) I've never played this Really? That's a great game. (laughs) You know how, Dave... Dave, you know how you know how intense it yeah. gets when you get that moment yeah. where you get to shoot someone. Yeah, and you have to figure out which one's Hitler. It's like, oh my gosh! I'm th- I was watching the show thinking
0: I have, I have personally been involved in things that are more tense than this show, even though this show should have like a way better premise. Right? Who's Hitler? Who's one of the fascists? Who's one of the good guys? Yeah. Know? Right. The show really had like no ambition to try. It's awkward, too, because, you know, we hear about tons of reshoots. Yeah. But I almost, I you know, know you know, what I'm starting to wonder, mm. starting to wonder if those are just excuses Oh, like they the, the show's not good and they th- throw it out there. Right. It was
1: there was reshoots. This wasn't our original plan.
0: Yeah, it was all a, it was all compromised, compromised. Mm. Compromise. Don't listen to the critics. critics. <laughs> it's not pure, pure. pure. <laughs> so it was a. Uh, Zero zero suspense to almost everything. Yeah, huge bummer.
1: Somebody, I was listening to um, to uh, somebody breaking it down a little bit. Um, shout out to Screen Crush. I really like his videos, but he uh, he was saying how you lay out the premise of this show to anybody, and it's like, yeah, okay, I can get down with that. It's Nick Fury makes this deal with the scrolls back in nineteen ninety whatever one. And it's like... That's hey, my year of birth. You guys... Same. You guys do this for me. I'll find you a new home. I was born quicker. I promise... You were. You were faster. <laughs> I was slower. I promise to find you guys a new home that you can call New scrollopolis Scroll- Scrollopolis. Scrollland. You can all be skrull Um, They... He made them a promise. He said, if you just help me out You can be my spies here on Earth, help me, you know, with with this shield initiative, and I promise to find you a new home. Well, he never finds him a home, and then he disappears, and then he's back, but he's not talking to them. And then you get this specific cell of scrolls that just go revolutionary and say, screw Nick Fury, screw all this work we've been doing for him, we're taking Earth. And it's like, okay, now we're getting somewhere. That's the general premise of the whole show. You got one guy in particular. He was a kid when he came to Earth. He looked up to Nick Fury, he even called him his hero. Oh, man. And he got to the point where he was so let down by him and so frustrated and disillusioned with all of it that he said, Screw this. I'm starting new Scroll Us. I'm going to get the humans to get to the point where they're going to. Kill each other because they're so oh, fed up. Man. I'm gonna be deceptive. I'm gonna plant this, and I'm gonna have that person on the the uh, the UN committee, and the Prime Minister of Great Britain is gonna be a scroll, and somebody else, major character, is gonna be a scroll, and we're just gonna create tension amongst the humans so that they kill each other, and then we'll take over Earth. So hearing you describe that, yeah, yeah,
0: makes it sound like that was the exact level of professional commitment. In the pitch meeting for when they actually wrote the show sure just throwing ideas out there guys (laughs) just we're all safe world war three we're safe under the umbrella it's all no bad ideas (laughs) and then by the end of the meeting they're like crap we only have enough for like 70 minutes uh more more ideas go to the trash can in the corner and pull stuff out from right whatever the last movies we were making that we threw out right Man, what a mess! It was a big what's mess. The, like, here's the thing, Dave. Didn't you say you finished it? What was it, today or yesterday? Yeah,
1: about like two hours ago. What's nice. the
0: show about? Well, <laughs> <laughs> like if I asked you in an elevator and we got a 20 second elevator ride, and I say, "Oh, that's secret invasion. I heard about that. What's it? What's it about?"
1: Uh, there's an alien species, and they want a new home. But they can disguise themselves like anybody, and so they invaded Earth, and there's millions of them. And is that that's a good thing? It. Is that a bad <laughs> thing? There's a million of them. Right, there's one million. Dang, that's too many. It is too many. That the, these were the big. Uh, All right, I'm gonna try. Glasses off. Oh whoa, it's Sean! <laughs> I can't see. Hold Here on. are the big reveals of this show. Spoiler alert. Um, Nick Fury is a punk. Uh, no. First of all, Nick Fury has been married to a scroll for a long time. Dang. Yeah! <laughs> Second. Okay. Uh, these scrolls have been chilling in Russia for the last 20 years. Apparently, they like radiation, they like being around radiation.
0: I thought it was because it was a They could hide there because they're not susceptible to radiation like humans are.
1: Okay, that's a better, that's probably more accurate. I just Um, made that up. We're just, (laughs) I think that's what the writers did too. Uh, uh, uh,
0: uh, Russia, Um, uh, we need a, what what are we gonna do? We gotta film in like a dirt field with a bunch of abandoned concrete buildings. That's all we got. Location scout failed us. Uh, We gotta film tomorrow. Uh, uh, It's Chernobyl, and they can live there. Because they're scrolls, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, accurate. Good, um, good job, Johnson. So then <laughs> That's here's a great idea, uh, Talos, Talos, Tal. Yeah, the boy that we met in the Captain Marvel. He is the formal, former general of the Scrolls. Failed at his job, played by Commander Crunder. Yeah, I, I actually, I liked him in the first few episodes. I liked that actor a lot. Yeah, he did a great job. I thought, um, and he has a daughter. She is working. So you. She is working for the other team. Why? Oh, man. Because her You're mom died. Familiar conflict, but we don't know how. We never. Here's what this show really struggles with: they tell us a lot of stuff. It's a very tell, don't show. Yeah. Mom's dead. How did she die? They she did. She died working for Gravik. Who's Gravik? He's That's, the guy. He's the guy, dude. He's the bad dude. I actually really liked Gravic in this show. So did I. I thought thought it was like you understood his motives. He was mysterious. I think they did a good job about really setting the tone of like what he wants. Right. And like laying it out there. This is what he's, this is why he's doing it. Right. You almost understand it. Yeah. It was a good villain. I Not a great leader though. You can see where things start to unravel. He kills one of his dudes for challenging him. Not the best communicator. Someone had to go. Someone had to die. Everybody on his team is kind of like, whoa, wait a second you just killed like your second in command like wait, what is your plan And he's like if you don't if you're not down with it, I'll kill you too. So not the best leadership style uh, but here's the big reveal that everybody went sicko mode over. Rody is a scroll. Here's the so the problem. What? so what? How long has he been a scroll Sean? it, it actually doesn't matter. Did he see Tony die? Was he there? Or was the scroll there? It actually doesn't matter. There's an emotional sequence that takes place. If it's not the real roadie, this is all messed up, Sean. So what I felt the
0: showrunners should have done is they should have approached this show like, okay, we want to create a series that's going to flip all of the MCU on its head. Right. It's it's going to make uh, fans... Afterwards they want to rewatch all of the MCU films right. because they're gonna be looking for all those little things right. that we have cleverly without having to reshoot things, without having to re edit things, we've retconned little moments mm. in those movies that you can think differently about. Right. Remember in Avengers, okay, uh, Loki arrives in I think it's Germany. Right. Mm-hmm. And he arrives on Earth and he's like forcing this whole crowd of people to bow. Right. And, you know, there's the one man who stands up, clearly a World War II vet or something. And yeah. He's like, oh, there's never been a man like me. And the guy says, there's always men like you. It's like, dude, what if you rewatch that scene? You're like, oh, I found out that guy was a scroll the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what I'm thinking. The show could have had the potential to do it like it doesn't reset everything it doesn't ruin things Mm -hmm. it just adds all these visual like these cool things and details that suddenly get all extrapolated out in a cool way
1: something that marvel has been super good about too just like the constant interweaving the constant easter eggs from back in captain america first avenger you you realize seventeen movies later, like oh my gosh, this was there then. Mm-hmm. Like they had that in the background then. They knew that character was gonna do this then, and they didn't capitalize on how big this show could have been. Right, like you said with Rhodey, I literally didn't give a dang that he was a scroll. I don't really care for Rhodey as a character. Here's actually the biggest problem with it, and this is what I've
0: consistently seen everybody talk about with the show. They tell you. Who the scrolls are from the get-go? Right, Rhodey. You find out midway through the show is a scroll. Here's You're the thing, though.
1: They're,
0: they're the real Rhodey isn't around. Right. If you had both characters mm-hmm. around, right, then you create a tension of which one am I talking to? Exactly. Where was the scene where two Don Cheadles are in the room at the same time? And you freaking say, I don't know which one to shoot. Exactly. How do you make this show and not put
1: that scene in there? Yeah. Instead, s- it was: Do I shoot Nick Fury or do I shoot? Yeah. You know, it's
0: like this scene wrote itself. It's-
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you rewrit it to be dumb. Yeah.
0: So they take everybody who is of n- uh, the 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 imitated the scrolls imitating and you you just put them you all lock them up in these pods right for the whole show right well like okay how convenient for your your writing you don't have to worry
1: about them right but that's where there's now there's no tension and even with uh nick fury's wife she took on the personality of somebody who had died yeah so it's it's kind of like in that instance I'm glad that there was like closure on one end because it's like, otherwise you're married to some lady that might be married to some other guy <laughs> in real life. But yeah, all the evil scrolls, they're so evil that they locked away the real people and kept them under suspended animation, absorbed their memories and like, okay. So Alfred Hitchcock
0: has this this description of how, to, like, how simple but important it is to build tension, okay? Mm-hmm. You probably heard this before. You're, so you're watching um, a scene where two characters like me and you are talking across a table for five minutes. And at the end of the scene, a bomb goes off. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now let's rethink of the scene this way. At the beginning of the scene, you are shown a bomb under the table that will go off in five minutes. Mm. And now the guys start talking to each other. So the entire scene, there's an elevation of the tension, especially because it doesn't matter what the guys are talking about. In fact, the more banal and boring and inconsequential what they're discussing is, the better because the audience is watching, knowing this might be their last words. At any, you know, you're losing track of time. How much (laughs) longer is it? And so I'm like, I I felt like what needed to happen is characters in this show walk into a room and both the character and the audience does not know right what's what's about to happen right and what's terribly awkward is we are never given that opportunity mm-hmm. nick fury is not a scroll we know that talos is a scroll we know that uh uh Gravik is a scroll we know what he looks like we know who he is it doesn't matter if he's in scroll form or human form like there's no denying who he is. Even um, uh, Amelia Clark, yeah, her character is a Skrull. In fact, I, do you even see her as a non-Skrull at any point in the show? Apart from when she's a little girl, she, I think when she gets shot. Okay, yeah, yeah, when she gets shot, that's it. So, I mean, like, it, it's kind of a bummer because it, the the original Captain Marvel didn't have this problem. Mm-hmm. In Captain Marvel, the they, the scrolls arrive on Earth and they just start copying people on the beach. Right, but they don't get rid of the people on the beach. Mm-hmm. They just look like them and carry on their way. In fact, it makes for a cool moment. It's funny, but it's also a good idea. Uh, where Captain Marvel is on, um, isn't she on like a bus or something? And there's an old lady, and she yeah. just starts fighting the old She's lady because she knows it's a scroll. Yeah, like that's a great idea. All these surprises you can do. Right. Why'd they take that from us? (laughs) You
1: can't do any of that. What did we do to deserve that? (laughs) Somebody was saying, like, imagine you're watching, you watch the whole series, and then the season finale, you find out that there's another Nick Fury that you've, like, half of the episodes, you've been following a fake Nick Fury around. Like... And that's just like one small example of what they could have done. There could have been something that literally flipped the whole show on its head with a crazy reveal at the end. Instead, in the middle, they tell you right away, like, "Rhodey's a scroll. Here he is." It's like <laughs> we and, and somebody also said, like, we have this uh, omnipotent uh, view of everything, where we know who's a scroll right away without much fuss. We know what's going on, and then like we're watching Nick Fury find out. Uh, that I mean he kind of discovered himself he figured it out that Rhodey was a scroll because he called him Nick when they had their sit down meeting when he fired him right and it's like
0: those are the little details that really clever writing it's like a it's like a good payoff for there's Mm -hmm. uh, a that happens in uh, Multiverse of Madness Mm -hmm. Uh, Dr. Strange and um, uh, Ron No, Wanda. (laughs) Wanda are having the whole conversation. And at the very end of the conversation, she mentions, yeah, just bring America Chavez to me. And that's like, it went over my head when I saw the movie. But then it's like, oh, you never told me her name. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) And like, I kind of want moments like that. Right. Um, What I thought would have been really an excellent idea is taking... Moments throughout all the MCU films. Mm-hmm. Just reusing footage. Right. Reusing uh, uh, alter, alternate takes. Sure. Outtakes, uh, whatever. And just finding a way of visually
1: showing somebody in the background. Right. That was a scroll. That, that security guard. Don't just tell me about the missions, all these crazy missions Nick Fury had us go on. You had me kill this guy and then I took his face. Show me something. Dude, this is exactly what I was saying about. Like, show me, tell me, and teach me. Right. There's three different ways you can do a character. Yeah. And that's what I was complaining about with Captain Marvel.
0: Remember how in Spider-Man Far From Home, we got to see the other side of Tony Stark's um, hologram presentation, and you got to see Jake Gyllenhaal feeling insulted by it? Oh, yeah, yeah. And then you also got to see the other side of... um, uh, the bad guy from Iron Man 1, Obadiah, mm-hmm. you got to see the other side of him yelling at one of his scientists, you know, lackeys and how that affected him. Right. So I'm thinking like, you can do this. We've They've already done it. You just take some moments in those films and you give a whole different context. Right. Another thought thing I thought would be kind of fun is you could do that with not just like random background characters. You could do it with the superheroes. Like um, in Ant-Man, there's uh the first ant-man i think it is ant-man has to go into like the avengers compound to like find something right and the only one who's there on duty for whatever reason is falcon right yeah yeah and it's just this like little inconsequential scene it's it's not really of a big deal but it's almost like what if you went back and you said oh well actually the falcon that wasn't really the falcon Mm. nick fury just kind of had one of the skrulls cover for him right like little things like that that don't that are trivial that don't change the plot aren't like interrupting character arcs but yeah. little things like that totally can and also you know what i was super annoyed by mm-hmm. remember how in avengers infinity war not just the movie was a huge success but the it became a cultural phenomenon the snap right like what was it there was a, a there was a subreddit that had a whole thing of you know a million people were on the subreddit and somebody did a, a did a program that randomly 50-50 <laughs> banned half of the people on it right. and sent them to another subreddit. It was
1: like all the people who said Thanos was right. Yeah, it's, it's like, like it's
0: like this cool oh. thing of like people could get invested culturally and make memes out of that idea of getting snapped. Right. I mean, we still see it like, you know, somebody doing, oh, uh, Mr. Stark, I don't feel so good. Right. So what if... Because of this show, Secret Invasion, it's created such an entertaining idea of the paranoia of who could be a Skrull. Right. You start seeing people making jokes right. about real-life celebrities. Yeah. I didn't know this, but apparently in the comics, Stephen Colbert, the Stephen Colbert, by name, mm-hmm. is in the Marvel comics, but he's a Skrull. Mm. And I was thinking, you could have gotten Stephen Colbert to do it! He would have done it.
1: Dude, I don't give two Fs. That mother effer is not real. (laughs) (laughs) Like at the end of the show, they have this really weird
0: montage that we can get into why it is the most problematic thing I've ever seen. Where like these (laughs) these radical guys run into a, a, like a news studio and just shoot the anchor or whatever, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, hold on, what kind of show has this become? Well,
1: yeah, so that's oh, like now the story starts right.
0: right. The last five minutes, <laughs> the, of the last show. five
1: minutes. So that was one thing that this this show was getting ripped for. It's like the president. We don't know who he is we don't know what his policies are we don't know how long he's been the president in the mcu like there have been mentions of the president wants to take action against wakanda it's like is that this guy right and all of a sudden he's so anti-scroll he basically calls on everybody to just shoot the scrolls so you've got people (laughs) you've got people just running up to like politicians and capping them in broad daylight Like what the frick is (laughs) what are you guys what are you? doing so nick fury calls is like hey you're an idiot what are you
0: doing this is a worst case scenario literally this is the worst timeline
1: (laughs) this is a mess we're gonna need an entire show to fix right yeah so one thing i didn't mention the gravic the the young boy who becomes radicalized wants to create uh you know earth as his new home he he's got scientists working for him essentially to become a super scroll he wants to acquire superpowers that was one thing that they revealed to the audience and then we saw nick fury find out about it so there's actually i thought the one of the best scenes in the whole show nothing better than the audience knowing something and then just waiting for
0: the protagonist to catch up
1: exactly so uh when when talos and gravic are at like that restaurant yeah and they're having their talk and then. Like, he threatens him, and all the scrolls behind become gravic. That was, like, a really heavy, heavy scene. I thought that scene would have been perfect if it was, like,
0: the third scene in the show. Yes. (laughs) Not, like, episode, whatever it was, two or three, where it's, like, it doesn't... It doesn't matter that the room is filled with scrolls anymore, guys. Right. It doesn't
1: Wait. matter. It's already been played out. But in that scene, he mentions his daughter, and Talos immediately stabs, stabs him. him in the hand. Oh, brother. brother. Got him. No, that that was sick. <laughs> that was sick. It, it was a super intense moment. But then they show him sliding his hand out of the knife and healing. Oh, my gosh. Like, oh, he's already got some superhero abilities from this this machine that these scientists have created and his whole we find out that his whole mission is all these years nick fury has been having his scroll spies collect dna from heroes and villains after big battles so that they called it what the harvest i don't even think it's the scrolls that
0: he had doing that i think it's just his network of shield operatives in general Mm were doing this so they were collecting and all graphic these... is aware
1: no it was the scrolls he he said because it was on the dl he was having the scrolls shapeshift into whoever he needed to them to be
0: mm. so why did graphic not have that at the end and he needed to threaten the world to get nick fury to deliver it to him
1: yeah, that's a good question. It's like Nick Fear was the only one who had it. I don't know how. So another the
0: one of the weir- the bigger problems I have with the show isn't just the lack of tension, the problem with setting any scenes and using the premise of the show to fuel drama. But like the central conflict itself, I feel like doesn't really it, it's 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 off mm-hmm. because the the idea that like we just want to create World War Three. Yeah okay why uh well you know because we wanted a home world we don't have a home world so we're gonna just what what you're gonna kill all the humans if you if we nuke if world war three happens you guys are dead too i don't know if you think that's i don't know how you think this is gonna work for anybody so like I, i don't actually know where the drama is and also the biggest problem with that premise is it's so black and white evil Mm -hmm. like it doesn't actually make sense so I Mm -hmm. had thought here's a better idea for a conflict that naturally works for everyone involved bit by bit it gets revealed and you can start this off in the prologue they kind of did this where they had um, Martin Freeman's character Mm -hmm. investigating somebody and fighting him and then running away and you find out he's a Skrull but there could be a slow reveal to society like holy cow some of these people aren't people right you know there's a police shooting and the guy died and he was not a person he became a Mm scroll there was an accident at somebody's work and it was a scroll and now society is starting to become unhinged yeah because uh, who who's who anymore and i don't know who to trust and now I don't know if I can trust my leaders. Now I don't know if I can trust my own friends and my right. family. I don't know. You know, you start getting this paranoia, especially if there are a million of them on Earth. Yeah, and now you're, there's like there's no limit, right, to who could be who, and so uh, uh, you you can see like an escalation mm-hmm. of the conflict. Uh, there's a scene in the Boys uh, that Amazon show, mm-hmm. which is kind of like a very dark, you know, uh, satire of superheroes. But it has an opening for one of the episodes where there is a character who is listening to um, anti-superhero propaganda everywhere he goes. He's listening to podcasts, it's on TV, it's on radio, whatever. And what he does is it's all playing in the background for him. And you don't know how much it's affecting him until he goes to a convenience store one morning and he sees, uh, he's talking to this convenience store owner and he sees like light from a uh, passing by car reflecting the sun kind of flashes over his eyes or something mm-hmm. and it makes him freak out that this guy working at, this guy working at the counter could be a superhero could be one of them and so then like the next scene he shows up with a gun and shoots the guy but it's like this yeah culturally relevant right thing of like i don't know who i can trust are you one of them and yeah. every the you know nation's so divided so it was like really cool idea of introducing relevant real world satire along the lines of the premise of that show. Mm-hmm. So if you were doing this in secret invasion, like I said, society starts to become unhinged. Well, not only do you have human beings getting worried about this, then you also have the scrolls getting worried right? because many of them are peaceful. Many of them have just been living on earth and now they don't know how safe they are. Right. And so you have good, scrolls who suddenly don't know if they can trust humanity. Yeah. You got bad scrolls who don't know if they can trust humanity. Yeah. You got bad scrolls who don't know if they can trust other scrolls. Mm. What if I get turned in? Who, you know, Who what if, what if one of those other scrolls rats me out? Right. What if, what if you found out your best friend is a scroll, but he's your best friend. <sighs> Dang. And you know, it's already like, oh man, what if my best friend was, an illegal immigrant oh. <laughs> or something and it's like I gotta make a decision do I right. call him in or do I try to get smuggle him out right. do I
1: hide these Jews in my basement dude mm. preach
0: it, it's like you gotta introduce relevant stakes mm-hmm. that affect anybody watching the show personally cause like a plot about like we're just gonna start World War 3 right. we're gonna blow up a city we're gonna blow up some giant building and uh, we're also going to somehow, through the most contrived way possible, blame it on, I guess, the Russians. We're or try to something. Ass- assassinate the president. <laughs> yeah, it's like, guys, this is all. Oh, this is you're slamming on the you're slammed on the accelerator here and you don't even know where you're going. And
1: right. <laughs> that's a very good. And discussion. then
0: like a whole like, oh, they're going to launch a nuke from a missile and somebody on the thing's got to stop it. Yeah, it's like this doesn't even have anything to do with the characters of the show anymore. Right. Like what is that what does this have to do with nick fury right it's also awkward because i feel like the show didn't make nick fury a central part of this plot when in theory he is the most important one right because it's his fault the scrolls are on earth in the first place right and what happened a few years ago in the mcu austin that changed changed the game forever uh, they cast Tom Holland as Super Spider-Man. <laughs> no, what happened? What happened when Thanos won? Uh, the snap. And who was one of the people who got snapped? Nicholas
1: J Fury.
0: And what happened to Nicholas J Fury? He was gone for five years. Dude, that's a long time. What happens to the hundreds of thousands of remaining Skrull? Oh my gosh. When their one very strategic and important ally, their mediator, right, is gone. You end up with a very unruly, yeah, uh, organized situation. People don't know what to do. Yeah, all these Skrulls don't stay centralized anymore. Like Nick Fury needed them to be working together and kind of living in their own area. They start spreading out along the world, right? And that's the problem. Yeah, if they were just in, uh, you know, just outside Shield headquarters or something, eh, well, we'll figure it out. We'll talk right. to them. But then you find out, well, one's in Russia, one's in China, one's in god dang Antarctica. What is he doing there? Oh. He just wanted to get out of there. I don't know. He just wanted to get away.
1: Well, conspiracy theories.
0: So not only do you get to put Nick Fury as the central reason the plot is happening, you also get to create a reason why the scrolls have a vendetta against him personally. Right. Because so many things are his fault. So it's secret invasion. Nick Fury has been keeping a secret from everybody for 30 years. Yeah. He's been keeping these scrolls a secret. Nobody knew. Not even even Maria Hill. And now what? And now what? She gone. And now everyone's finding out about them. And suddenly everybody's pointing their fingers at Nick Fury. What can he do? Who can he go to?
1: Not the Avengers. He can't
0: call up the Avengers. What happens if he calls one of them and it's not an Avenger that shows up? It's a scroll. Oh my gosh. And he's like, "Holy cow! The consequences of my actions—it's oh, all man. coming up." I was getting—I was using these things like Chat GPT. Oh, yeah, no. I was—I was using these things just so that I caught all the corners. <laughs> I wanted—I wanted, uh, I wanted uh, Tony Stark to visit that kid in the hospital. I just—I just, just got done. one of the scrolls to do it. <laughs> and, you know, I was thinking, oh, you know, it was all altruistic. I was just trying to be a nice, benevolent guy. And I was thinking, oh, well, I'm just trying to help out. I'm just making, uh, you know, superheroes uh, better. I'm just trying to do this thing, and it's like. No, you got scrolls out there who are like, "I don't want to stop looking like this person." <gasps> that other guy, he can leave. <laughs> I think you should leave.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude. I think you're onto something there. I like this make-a-wish fraudulent thing that Nick like, Fury had going. <laughs> 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 <It's>,
0: <laughs> in, a, in a less cynical show, you'd have this scene where. <laughs> it's uh you know it's uh it's roadie shows up at a hospital to like and cheer some kid up yeah and then the other roadie shows
1: up. <laughs> uh oh! hawkeye at a birthday party the
0: That's other awkward scroll. thing maybe about the show is and nobody can nobody can explain to me how the show was so expensive but they couldn't get other actors it is awkward that they couldn't get more mcu characters sure i mean I'm not like complaining about the, uh, the draw of Martin Freeman or nothing, but right. like you get him for one scene. Yeah. Couldn't you get, I don't know, any of the other people for one scene? Even if it's just for one scene, right. it's a gag. Right. Where, you know, they get shot or something. Yeah. You could have gotten uh, John Favreau. Mm. Heck yeah. Happy boy. What about that boy, uh, that guy who was in Iron Man 2? Uh, that, uh, what's Elon Musk or whatever his name was? Elonius? Yeah, you could have a scene where he just gets decapitated because <laughs> they think he's a Skrull, but it, he wasn't a Skrull. Oh, no. What the have we done? My the, bad. The lizard people, man. They're up. There. Mark Zuckerberg
1: oh. confirmed he is a lizard man. He is a shown. <laughs> take him out uh so we do not condone violence on this podcast uh so one of the things you are talking about like they didn't really make fury the focal point of his own show like they could have and like Gravik's whole beef with him Gravik never got the showdown with him that he wanted one of the big plot twists at the end is like you know fury is gonna bring him this vial he's gonna bring him the harvest with the dna of all these superheroes so that he can <laughs> put it into his machine and become a super scroll and because otherwise he's he's gonna blow up the earth he's gonna kill somebody whatever and he uh he shows up and it's his big drawn-out scene they have this argument yada yada he gives him the the vial he puts it in the machine with Nick Fury in the machine with him like well that was convenient because it turns out to be Gaia the whole time it wasn't even Nick Fury I mean, it was it was done very well where they trick you into thinking like, this is for sure Nick Fury. It also might be the only use of the shape-shifting to create a twist in yeah, the whole show. Ex- exactly. The one time. It's like, wow, that was a good twist. Why has there not been four of those in every single episode? Or like, how about every
0: scene? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if the person I'm talking to so
1: this, is who I want to be talking to. This is where the internet completely lost its chill because Gaia and uh, Gravik acquire all the powers. Both of them acquire every single power. Like, you've Captain Marvel, the most OP character. You got her DNA in this file, you got the Hulks, maybe She Hulks. One of them in it was this Hulk. vial. You got Groot. You got Drax. You got Mantis. You got every freaking superhero that we know. Did they yeah. get Hawkeye's powers? Uh, what powers? Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Here's, here's a couple issues I have with that. Obviously, they created two characters immediately that are so overpowered. What do you even do? So obviously, they fight, and they fight to the death. Gaia kills Gravik with a laser beam shot to the chest uh she uses his mantis i thought it was cool she uses mantis's powers to put him to sleep Mm -hmm. because we had talked in previous episodes about how like guardians volume three really highlighted mantis and like how powerful she actually is so it was cool for them to like throw that tidbit in there but the shot where she changes her arm to drax is probably the worst cgi shot in the entire mcu (laughs) brutal nah she hulk twerking (laughs) Hey, at least she at least that that
0: scene was in HD. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And it was well lit. So here's that whole fight scene is just brown. (laughs) Yeah. Here's here's one of the issues I have at some point. um, She also acquires the powers of ghost from uh, Ant-Man 2. And I noticed noticed that go is like she phases through like an attack. But That character, Ghost, doesn't even know how to control her own power, yet Gaia knows how to perfectly control all of these powers at the exact same time, and then Gravik uses the power of Ebony Maw, which is like Thanos' second-in-command guy. He's the one that Tony kills, uh, where they shoot a hole in the ship and he gets sucked out into space. Because of that really old movie Alien. Yeah, exactly. Um, Question. How did they get his DNA, exactly? Sometimes you just got to trust it. (laughs) (laughs) And second, how would Gravic know how to use his power? How does he even know who he is? You just got to do the, you just got to fingers. Just just swipe and move. (laughs) You got fingers. (laughs) (laughs) What is, what is that from? Craig Ferguson. Ferguson. (laughs) Dude, I watched so much of his show when I was younger. It was like right after I graduated high school, and I was up till two in the morning every night. Watching the Late Late Show with Craig Ferguson. That's
0: why you are successful uh, the way you are right now. <laughs>
1: Finger, Dude, Craig Ferguson was elite. He was better than all the other late night shows. And he just didn't get his uh, his flowers for it. Uh, but he yeah, was so too that, good. that was one of the problems I had. I was like, wait a second. How the heck did they even get Ebony Moss DNA? He got sucked into space. I guess he showed back up in Endgame. But at that point, like Fury wasn't even there. Yeah, they, all d- they all got dusted. Right. So what the heck, man? <laughs> I don't know. It makes sense if they would have had his other guy. You know, the guy who got his arm cut off by uh, Doctor Strange Portal. That makes sense. His DNA was all over the place. (laughs) We got a big chunk of it right here. But he he was just like strong. I don't know. He he had a big hammer. Yeah. Not Thor. I think the biggest problem is Marvel doesn't know how to scale things. Mm. Every show, every movie is trying to outdo the last one. Right. And it's uh, a world-ending threat that's so crazy that like we're just so saturated with this that we don't care. We don't really believe it anymore. Right. Oh, World War Three? Okay, sure. Right. Um, that is it. The stakes are always so yeah, high, it, and it's not believable anymore. You want to start World War Three, launch a nuke, kill the president, all <laughs> in like the same episode, like. <laughs> You gotta chill out a little bit yeah. And he's got a group power And like <laughs> there's so This like I, I don't know how to explain it other than like the scale Of things are so off in Marvel And then like that's just The threat level I'm talking about But then you get into like power levels And you got Gaia and Gravik Two scrolls Who are wielding the power of every hero We know Right? It's, it's very uh, Distasteful One of the things that, uh, the, uh, the screen crush guy was saying was like, uh, what's her name? Um, Emily Clark, Amelia, Amelia Clark, Amelia Clark. Her whole character is like, does like nothing throughout the show. She, she's essentially just in a lot of scenes where she's kind of staring off into the distance, looking and listening to something. And then she'll say like one line, give her a chance. Well, it's like the whole reason she was in the show was so at the end she could get all the powers. And even there's a scene where uh, she leaves Gravik. She goes to her dad. She asks her dad, "What's your plan?" He doesn't really have one. So then she just leaves, and it's like, "Where are you going?" She doesn't go back to Gravik. She doesn't stay with her dad. And then her dad dies, and she doesn't even like have like a much of a reaction to it, other than she wants him to be buried the the proper scroll way. I don't know. It's what was the proper scroll way again? They had some ritual where they did a scroll prayer, and then they I don't even remember. I was, I, I was watching it while I was driving So yeah, I was they, only <laughs> <laughs> don't tell that's, Gret- how, that's how they were writing it Don't tell Gretchen I did that <laughs> I wasn't holding my phone though so it's fine um, So I was only paying attention 70%
0: I'm not too interested in, in kind of complaining About the little plot holes related to How they got um, those heroes Different powers Because to me it's fundamentally the stupidest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and so, I'm like, it's not like, you know, it's like... We can nitpick, but yeah, not really, like, You know, at some point, it's like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. It doesn't really matter what color you painted it in. It's, it's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, right. It doesn't matter. It doesn't and matter how many sprinkles you put on it. It's, apparently,
1: it's, it's done. Kevin Foggy put the rubber stamp. He said, go crazy. I want as many powers as you can think of. Let's throw it all Kevin in Kevin was there. on vacation. Dude, the bot was in control. The <laughs> bot.
0: Kevin, is that you or is that the liquor
1: talking? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I don't know. Anything else you want to say? I just, I hate that there's no boundaries anymore. Yeah. You got movies of people just trying to get the super soldier serum, and then you got a stupid show like this, where it's right. the super soldier serum plus 17 other people's powers. It's also it's
0: like, like uh, such a bummer because, like you said earlier, it's like World War Three, assassinate the president, cause global conflicts, fill a specific villain with every power and it means like it just has it doesn't feel like it has any weight to it at all right which is incredibly disappointing because you can get so much more out of smaller scenes game of thrones you guys talked about that like game of thrones doesn't have to have apocalyptic things right it's not until it does in the last two seasons that people really got disappointed with it yeah because you can have like, um, have you ever guys seen the movie Wind River? Negative. Nope. I've heard nothing about not <laughs> <choice. laughs> Have you ever seen the movie Zodiac? No. Okay. I a Pokemon card? Or a I Yudioh. haven't heard anything about that <laughs> one. Have you ever seen the movie Inglorious Bastards?
1: No. Nope.
0: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Are you familiar? Are you familiar with the game Russian Roulette? Yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah, okay. So imagine I it. write a scene <laughs> where <laughs> uh, some guy has like six people in a room he doesn't trust and he says, all right, I'm going to start killing every one of you until I find the scroll." Right. And like, you're, you're an audience member watching this and before it's happening, you're like, you're, it's like your heart is racing. Right. And it's not World War Three. <laughs> it's right. just one thing right. with one group. Yeah. That's what you need. Dude, you're right. I need, a, I, need that, I need that bomb to go off in five minutes, killing two people I know nothing about. Right. But it's going to matter when it happens. Right. Remember how they killed off Maria Hill?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that happened way too
0: quick. <laughs> it was like, oh, what did they think? What did they think we were going to think? It's the end of the first episode. Like, oh, man, they killed off Maria Hill. This show is going to be also, <laughs> I can't wait to tune in next week. Sold. <laughs> like,
1: uh Didn't she just get like shot once in the second? Yeah. It? Gravic he uh, he scrolled into Nick Fury and shot her.
0: Man, Maria, I feel like that's a that you've been through a lot. Yes <laughs> That's a dumb way to go. To go out that way is tough. Also, moments later. The guy blew up a plaza. <laughs> right. That's a little bit more of a, of a relevant way to kill off a character, right? Like that. Yeah, 100%. Instead of like, boom, but it's like <laughs> 700 feet behind
1: me. <laughs> right. How about like. How about like Maria Hill is carrying the backpack? I got it. I got the backpack. Boom. <sighs> exactly. Oh yeah. my
0: gosh. That's so much better. <laughs> You know what's another problem with that show that I couldn't help but notice is how every single moment in the show that should have been dramatic, should have had any kind of value at all as far as storytelling, they constantly were using music to make you feel that way when I personally felt most of the time it detracted from it. Mm. And it really, it really, it really stuck with me during that scene with uh, talos meeting gravic in the restaurant mm-hmm. and they're talking and talking and talking and then talos gets upset and then the next thing you know like the whole yeah. room is filled with scrolls and like i am totally outnumbered here right and i'm like th- i rewatched the scene like four or five times because i'm like why doesn't this work mm. one it was because it was way too late in the show mm-hmm. and this isn't a twist I have no there's no suspension of disbelief I have about sure. the restaurant being full with scrolls like this doesn't matter to me but the biggest reason I think I didn't like it was because the music the music manipulates you into the surprise like the music swelling and swelling and swelling and then that you know moment happens and then it's like <laughs> and I'm like wouldn't this be so much more dramatic if there was no music think about it like this there's mm. just like the sound of him standing up the scooting of his chair on the tile and then like the clinking of glasses as people put their forks down and then just <sighs> and like sit back down in the seat mm. and it's just like still yeah and it's like the silence is deafening right like, that's tension dude yeah no country for old men one of the best thrillers you'll ever see do you guys ever see no country for old men um
1: God, no. So, <laughs> no okay. Nothing but good things.
0: It's a movie that's really, really well executed Intention
1: Is that uh, Javier, Javier Bardem, yeah, yeah. Josh Brolin? Didn't it, he win something for that one? Everything. <laughs> he won it all. He won it all, but lost everything. Oh, my gosh. The movie, has no, the, movie, the movie has no musical he lost. score.
0: He lost it. Lost <laughs> it. The movie has no musical score. Damn. And that's what makes it work. Wow! Because every scene, it's like you are stuck mm. waiting, and you don't. The music doesn't. There's no clue from the music to know when something's about to happen or not. Yeah. So here's how I would rewrite the show. Yeah. I would take all the things we've discussed. Hmm. And here's how I would. Here's how I would rewrite the opening scene. Yeah. You actually borrow it from the comics because I re- looked this up in the comics. The way they started this whole secret invasion storyline, somebody brought in the dead body of Elektra, mm-hmm. played by uh, Jennifer Garner. Nice. But it wasn't Electra. It was a Skrull. Oh, my God. And the characters, you know, the different superheroes are standing around going like, wait a minute. What? Mm. And then they just kind of start looking around at each other. And suddenly, it's starting to dawn on everybody at once. Like, who else in this room could be a Skrull? And they start walking out. Right. So here's what I say: you do mm. because you don't need to complicate it by introducing heroes and like major character deaths right away. And because this is not just a show about superheroes and major characters, this is a this is a show about society. Here's what you can do. You have uh, let's say it's a it's a gang or something Mm -hmm. or it's a a police station right Mm -hmm. somebody they're all everybody's standing around hanging out and uh, you know somebody says hey where's jason with my coffee you know yeah he's supposed to be here by now he's supposed to pick up every pick everybody up coffee or whatever and then somebody brings it and you know the door smashes open guys 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 and they bring a body in, but it's not human. It's a goddamn dang and everybody's staring at it. These aren't like, they've seen a lot of crazy things. They've seen aliens. They've seen superheroes. Like, you know, they're not completely blindsided by this, but they don't know what they're, do- what's, what they're looking at. Right. And the guy starts to describe, like, I thought this was, you know, Mike, it was Mike and then he got shot, but it's not Mike anymore. It's like this, this thing. Right and everybody's like freaking out, freaking out, freaking out. And then John's there, you know, John's standing there going like, this isn't good, this isn't good. And then the door opens again. And it's Jason. And he's got all the coffee. And then people look over and Jason's already in the room. Oh my gosh. And there's like a moment of like, it all just stops. Dude. <laughs> and then... Mother <laughs> Guns go- guns out, guns out. People falling over. Right. Dust settles, smoke clears. The guy... who was holding the coffee cups... survives. Okay? And it's just a bunch The of other Jason... is dead. Mm. But he doesn't turn into a Skrull. He's the human. He's the human. Yeah. And before everybody goes, Oh well you're the Skrull. kill the Skrull. The Skrull. kills himself. No. <laughs> <laughs> he he no. hands he hands the coffee over. It's like yeah, I I got it the way you like it. Mm. <laughs> it's like, dude, oh my gosh. How long have I been best friends with the fake Jason? Dude it's not just the fact that we killed the real jason right i might have been best friends with a scroll
1: yeah (laughs) yeah just like just like the everyday and then play that weird ai artwork uh animated uh intro dude they were early on that mid-journey when they got those those images what's funny is i read
0: about that on the internet like oh they use like some ai art thing and i'm like oh okay that's kind of interesting and then and then I watched it. and I'm like, this looks awful. Right. <laughs> and then it's like, well, it's like, well, yeah, that's the thing. It was like the, it's like the really unsettling nature of it. I'm like, yeah, it's, um, it's,
1: uh, it's unsettling. All right. It's, uh, it does not look good. You guys didn't take any prompt classes. You got to yeah, learn he, how to use that. thing. When would you make this? Like last year, <laughs> six months ago. And then they had to do all the reshoots. They had an opportunity to get that new and improved mid journey. They didn't. All right, Sean. So one out of 10. How invasive was these secrets? I mean, I think I would have
0: given the show, like, it's not irredeemable. I think most of the actors do a fine job, and yeah. there's some moments in it that are okay. But I think for me, what drags its number down so much lower is I was obsessed with what I felt it could have and should have been. 100%. Mm-hmm. That's
1: kind of like what, that's why Hulk was so high on our worst character list. Because <gasps> of what he could have been. Okay. Okay. What if they haven't seen that episode, Austin? <laughs> well, you better go watch two episodes ago two episodes ago when we break down our top what was it, twenty-five? Top twenty-five worst MCU characters in the MCU. Speaking of worst MCU characters,
0: Bring it. I wouldn't put Gravik or Gaia on that list. I don't think they're that bad.
1: I actually liked the acting. I like Gravik. I yeah, thought Gravik was pretty good. He was I like thought he was cool. Oh. Yeah.
0: Also, like in Amelia Clark's defense, I don't know why, but I feel like she doesn't actually have to try very hard Mm. or anything. She just gets to show up. Right. And just be there, and we're like, okay, good for you.
1: (laughs) And like Rosario Dawson does that too, but
0: Oh my gosh. Uh, So (laughs) I think I would give Secret (laughs) Invasion Honest to God. I give it a two out of ten.
1: God dang. I'll give it a four point five. Oh my gosh. What about you, dude? Dude, I thought the show was like, it had a great premise. Yeah. Like, it could have been so cool, but then it got away at the end with all the stupid powers and the CGI battle.
0: And the worst part about all that is how the heck are they going to fix that? <laughs> they haven't even <laughs> fixed the giant freaking celestial stone giant in the middle of that ocean from Eternals. from Eternals
1: I actually just downloaded it on my Disney Plus. So I that, thought
0: you said you watched it
1: No, not Eternals. Okay I just downloaded it today so that I can watch it I'm sorry I spoiled the ending for you but It's fine. Dang it. I wasn't going to watch it or anything <laughs> <laughs> David, 1 to 10 How secret were your invasives? Oh, man. I don't know what my other ratings are but I could tell you Honestly, the action was pretty good. The lowest score you gave was Flash at 7.4. Hmm. What did I give She-Hulk? I don't have any of those ratings. Okay. Well, I'm going to give this show... I'm going to give it a 4.8 out of 10. Wow, okay. I thought the action was good. I thought the the plot was good until it wasn't. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... And that's kind of how I felt about The Flash, too. Where it was good and then it wasn't. But I forgot that the last shot of that movie was him smiling awkwardly at the camera and then his tooth falling out. The Flash? Yeah. (laughs) I forgot about that, too. And someone's like, I can see the director now, like, cut. And that's a wrap. Man, people are going to love this. It's like, what did you expect me to do? Stand up and go, yeah! (laughs) <laughs> like, oh
0: man They thought we Hopefully would laugh They thought we would laugh and forgive everything right. else
1: ah, yes Yes
0: uh- ah,
1: Flash <laughs> You mean well <laughs> So I'm gonna let it all go Hopefully that's the last time we see Ezra He can suck it Alright uh, Closing <laughs> thoughts, closing opinions Close it out uh, We will, so uh, right now Ahsoka is out a few episodes have dropped uh my intentions are to wait and then binge that mother and then we can all reconvene we'll all binge it david's been watching it and then we can give you guys a full series wrap we're not going to do the episode by episode thing um we'll just break it down all together i've heard
0: there's a hallway scene oh my gosh mm-hmm. right away
1: oh I mean, right away Felonius loves a good hallway Uh
0: scene. dude you can't start a show with a showstopper that's true well the like, but the guy died, so it's like, Oh, okay, good. <laughs> Dang. Never mind
1: that. Not a full hallway
0: scene, then. You, want, David, you have to make it to the end of the
1: hallway. No, you, like it was honoring because the actor died. Oh. Uh, I guess I'll find out. David, do you want to say seven words about the show? Um, Only oh, just used one. <laughs> Six words. Acting bad. Okay. Show dumb. Okay, you got two more. Annoying. Cheesy as hell. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let it slide. Alright, okay. well, David is right now not impressed. We'll see what happens as it progresses. Uh, Sean, any other thoughts? I feel like there was a couple of notes I wanted to bring up. Some stuff that was happening in the world. Yeah, some rumors that I've heard. What, David? Talk to us. Uh, well, for one was well, this a gossip podcast yeah, now yeah, we're gonna gossip you guys ready let's talk about who's dating who domestic abuse <laughs> <What? So laughs> God. Jonathan Majors trial oh my God. is uh I you, think ne- next week you so are our Jonathan Majors correspondent I'm like I'm just waiting to see what happens there's a trial yeah they're waiting to see if he's innocent or guilty wait I thought
0: but is it a criminal trial like like literally prosecution for Felony charges, or are we talking like just a civil, I
1: d- a civil trial? I don't know, but either way, Marvel is waiting to see where the direction of their future is going to be. Is it with Jonathan Majors, or are they going to shift gears? Or was he a scroll? <laughs> He's at the podium. It wasn't me. <laughs> what, if I, what if I told you that
0: that little thing could fix all of the dumb stuff MCU is. Yeah. Been trying to fix.
1: It was a variant of my. Yeah, Your just, Honor, it was, my client was in goblin mode when he did uh, this. It was. Uh, it was a scroll, um, but I did hear rumors that Toby Maguire could have a Spider-Man four movie. Mm. Sam Raimi. Um, I also heard rumors that Toby will be in Secret Wars, along with Andrew Garfield. There's, I'd like whoa. to remind you.
0: That Secret Wars is never going to happen. Why, Sean? We're not going to get there.
1: Yeah, because of the strike? Yes. And because half the characters might die by the time we get there? Like, literally in real life, the actors and actresses? Yes.
0: And because, like, all of the steam will have run run out by then.
1: Do you think Janet Van Dyke will make it?
0: There is another... Oh, gosh. (laughs) I hope so. I want to see her death scene. And I, want it to be, <laughs> I want it to
1: be a big deal. I called Secret Invasion Secret War probably seven times until they were like, yeah, I started Secret War. It's like, wait, what? No, you <laughs> <Ow>. <laughs> um, I got some more news. Disney is being sued. Nice. For lying about their box office profits. Oh, They've been fluffing them numbies, dude. I hate when they fluff those. <laughs> Um, there's a film financier that claims they lied about hundreds of millions in box office profit. Dang. The claim states that Disney used nearly every trick in the book to hoard these earnings. Four, to fudge the numbers. And Disney still hasn't made a statement. So interesting. In other news The Flash, biggest financial loss ever for a superhero film. Dang. <laughs> I,
0: I truly and it's, it's funny because it's not that bad <laughs> It's uh,
1: not that bad of a movie it's not that bad it doesn't deserve that I truly believe if they would have replaced Ezra Miller, it would have been a success i'm I'm holding out for uh Aquaman 2
0: to take that title mm, yeah yeah that's gonna be
1: an L dude. I feel like we could go to the movies the night it comes out and act out something better than that movie will play we will. How that, bad uh,
0: sense. <laughs> How bad did Morbius do? I mean, dude, it's more of a Cause I'm curious, like if the flash, like the flash can only lose so much money, you know, it's like, you can only the movie costs this much to make. And then you have all the marketing costs. In addition to that, you want worldwide number. Yeah. Like there's a, there's a cap of how little it can how much 67
1: and, and a half million
0: it lost 167
1: oh, no, and a half that's that was how much it made
0: in it the made box, 167 box million and for what like a, a overall 300 million dollars
1: budget budget was 7583 million so it made hundred made 90 million so I mean, it probably it probably didn't break even probably not you call that a flop yeah so then flash budget was I mean I'm thinking like 200 million. And an advertising budget of at least sixty-five million.
0: Yeah, I mean because then you're just talking about losing about a hundred million dollars overall. Which, yeah. um, I'll remind you is a lot of money. <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, again, we've talked about like like the 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 slot machine these studios are playing. It's like a rounding error. It seems like. Yeah. Like who thought throwing that much money at a
1: flash movie? was a good idea I don't know but in other news <laughs> well did you smi- hear Kevin Smith said that they desperately desperately tried to get Christian Bale to be the Batman at the end nobody knows who Kevin Smith is Austin Kevin Smith he's the goat no he's not he's uh he's
0: got big he's got two big horns Kevin he's, got a ho- he's got a goatee uh, he's got a goatee he's a he's he a, was, a filmmaker he was involved he's a nerd His big breakout role was in uh, Die Hard 4, where he was part of a really dumb joke about Star Trek versus Star Wars. What does Kevin Smith have to do with The Flash? He lost a lot of weight. Good for him. He had a heart attack, and that kind of motivated him to get healthy.
1: I guess anyway he made uh, he's a part he's he's a part of this whole world but anyway he's are you sure he might be a scroll i can't i can't remember exactly exactly his role kevin smith is a real human but he said he said they desperately tried to get christian bale to be the batman at the end and christian bale just said no to them like 70 (laughs) times and then at the last second they got george clooney instead which it all makes sense now to be to see behind the scenes like they didn't want george clooney but they had no other option nobody did
0: why would christian bale make it better i don't know just makes it more legit why i don't know it wouldn't i don't know sean (laughs) it would you would have the same it would be the same effect that's it, it it would be more of a what and yeah which and then that would be and it and then we'd roll our eyes and leave the theater
1: and that's probably and i would have a what?
0: harder time finding a dumb gif of <laughs> christian bale running for his
1: life after james gunn starts shooting ezra miller you know james gunn said that that was the best superhero movie ever made oh gunderson so what else david speaking of what i like the idea of starting a new job that that's that that is
0: that important then the first thing you do is lie
1: (laughs) 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 why lie about little things speaking of rolling your eyes (laughs) and saying what uh (laughs) thor 5 in the works they're doing that potentially with taika watiti to return oh i heard about that i don't know how you give that guy another chance (laughs) give him a chance he's done he's,
0: he's trying his best Taika Waititi did a TED Talk, and he has, like, one of my favorite jokes in the world. He's talking about how uh, his first, I think one of his first films was actually a short film, and it got nominated for an Academy Award, and uh, he said, uh, it didn't win, so obviously that was a complete waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. So I don't know, dude, the guy's the guy is a talented guy, I whatever, it, Thor... Thor: Love and Thunder didn't work. He was heavily involved in the Middle. But he can, but he can do, yeah, he can do, he can do, he can try. Give him a, you know, give him a it, chance. If
1: there was ever a time to have him direct one, it would be right after the biggest failure of his career.
0: That's how you bounce back. Yeah, that's
1: how you learn your lesson. No doubt. Do you think he does more jokes this time or less? No, no, I think he's going to learn his lesson.
0: <laughs> hey, it's not about the it Just num- opens it's up. Not, not,
1: it's not a, I can go the distance. <laughs> it's not about. It's not about the number of jokes.
0: It's about the sincerity of them. Right. How deep do they cut? Like how many times did I need to hear those goats scream? <laughs>
1: that was that one drove me nuts. Yeah.
0: I think you could probably get away with it twice. Yeah. Two times would be good. And Not however many times.
1: Or how about three? Set up reminder payoff with that. Nope maybe don't, twice don't need that twice sounds good don't need it <laughs> uh the payoff else, would be somebody yeah, I, shooting the goats <laughs> i got two more that i saved for last because these are the best
0: see this is good because i don't pay attention to anything happening outside of my own little bubble that's so
1: good, Sean. secret wars we have heard nothing but good things about the news <laughs> avengers secret wars is rumored to be a soft reboot of the entire mcu oh that's right you sent us that in other sorry, words, like, everybody that we know and love over the last twenty five years is going to be reset. Die. We're gonna have a new Tom Cruise will be Iron Man. Exactly. They're gonna redo everything. Maybe Andrew Garfield is now. Ryan Gosling is everybody else. <laughs> what do you think, Sean? I mean they couldn't
0: even get Christian Bale to do a thirty <laughs> second cameo in the flash. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't actually believe Secret Wars is really gonna happen. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, I guess we'll find out at this trial next week. <laughs> Jonathan Majors can... It, it's,
0: it's actually, it actually has a lot less to do with that, and it has a lot more to do with the problem of... You know, like there's the housing bubble. Right. Like people kept thinking, well, we can just like... We can juggle these housing... We can juggle these mortgages into the air forever, right? Right. And uh, if we... We'll never miss, you know? It'll, it'll never fall all apart. We just build this stack of cards so high, it's never going to fall over. I kind of have this... I have this belief that movies are approaching that kind of a Mm -hmm. a tipping point where uh, the budgets are too big. The expectations are too high. And you're just not going to get people who go to a movie theater anymore. Mm. Like the numbers aren't going to even work anymore. Right. Because it's like the theater has to charge more and more and more for popcorn. And it's a huge building to accommodate it. Yeah. mm -hmm. And they don't actually have the sustaining ability to keep theaters like that open enough. Yeah. So what is Disney going to do? Just like, like Halloween USA, they're just going to like open up all of these own, their own theaters that are only open during their right. big movie right. superhero events. Like, like I felt like, like we're seeing, a, a, you know, a, a positive feedback loop mm-hmm. of like the movie industry, at least the theater experience of the movie industry, just not,
1: working how many people right now are just saying "Eh, i'll wait till it comes out on streaming at least three of us <laughs> at least
0: <laughs> Anakin doesn't say much but i'm pretty sure that's where he's at yeah he's on he's waiting until
1: eternity ends he's got Noah's- to catch up on everything he's got Noah's password to hbo max anything else david yeah i think this one's the coolest topic that i wanted to talk about hit me do you guys like zack snyder i think so
0: i respect zack Okay. I don't necessarily love his, his work as much as uh, I wish I did.
1: Do you like Star Wars? Sometimes. I think so. <laughs> now, follow along. Yeah, okay. yeah, Zack Snyder, Star Wars. Right. He's, He's does, creating his own Star Wars. Oh. oh yeah. Totally different. Oh, yeah, not this, Star Wars, this, his own thing. Yeah, this thing. It's called Rebel Moon. Right. And he said it's Star Wars with uh, more violence Uh, language, drugs, and something else. I'd like to ask Zach a question. Hey, Zach, ever heard of death sticks? That's all.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That guy left that bar after Obi-Wan told him he needed to rethink his life (laughs) and he became Zack Snyder. (laughs) Kind of looked like him. Um... (laughs) Zach. The world's just not in that kind of a place right now. <laughs> I don't think we need that. We don't need that.
1: Yeah, they were very uh, anti-Star Wars. People are like, what if it was a Star Wars? And everybody on the team's like, F-Star Wars. You know what it needs more of? <laughs> Drugs. It's like, no one
0: no one is really thinking like that. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> You know what people want out of Star Wars? They want to watch a movie that makes them feel better about their own humanity. Sure. They want to cry when they see Rey and Kylo kiss. They want to cheer when they see- Oh, I cried. They want to see- they want to cheer when- Why are they 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 doing this? (laughs)
1: Stop it. No.
0: They want to cheer. They want to rise to their feet when they see Finn realizing his, do, his whatever powers,
1: it, do whatever it was he did in that last
0: movie they wanna they wanna they wanna oh! when uh hot huck, huck what's his name hucks <laughs> hucks when hucks uh sacrifices himself so that the the resistance can get away because he became a good guy in the end say it david
1: Oh, brother. No, you always say, I'm the spy. <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot. I'm the spy. <laughs> uh, I guess. Anything else, David? People want truth. I, I thought you guys would be excited about something new. I, but I, just, <laughs> I guess not. This I mean, I mean it, just does, it just
0: doesn't sound like, like, why would I? Wa- I don't want to watch it. I don't want to watch more dirty things anymore. Yeah. I can't take it.
1: Clean it up. I mean maybe the world needs
0: a needs a new Star Wars I feel like I gotta start I don't know I just need to like start watching Zaboomafoo, dude Z- Zaboomafoo slap. Start watching some Nick Jr
1: For, uh, I'll, I'll send you those shows to watch <laughs> just need to really like just kind of dude wash my eyes get on that bluey train not Blippy though nah he's a weirdo he's a freak <laughs> alright I think that's gonna wrap it up anything else David Nope. Why don't I, we all say something positive to end this? Because this was um, very negative. <laughs> you're right, Dave. I don't want to be that guy. I've never been that guy. So I'm going to be th- this guy. Oh. Cool guys don't look cool. at explosions. <laughs> Cougar fingers. You go first. Um, say something nice about Secret Invasion. I liked... Talos' character. I thought that the villain was done extremely well. He was very villainous in a way that made me feel good about it. And um, Nick Fury's Nick Fury, I, even though he wasn't the focal point like I wish he could be, there wasn't many twists and everything. It was actually nice to see like a show about Nick Fury. He's always just that guy who's pulling the strings in the background and he's like omnipotent. No, he's omniscient. Of as as like what each character's got going on, but you never see him doing anything. Knowledge is power, so it was cool.
0: He's like uh, the Spider, Game of Thrones, Varys.
1: Is that his name? God dang, Dave! I thought you
0: were going to. I thought you were going to be right on the ball. (laughs) So
1: it was cool to see Nick Fury more than what we normally see him, and not not so much furious, but more sentimental. His wife
0: yeah I'll say that I liked uh, I liked seeing Nick Fury finding love in a hopeless place mm. that was cute I like when characters I like when characters find you know find somebody mm. that's happy that's why I don't like the idea of Captain America just hooking up with some random broad <laughs> on his tour right. he needed to be with Peggy Work. that's that was that was his that was what he needed in the end yeah that's and why he, everybody was got happy. It. exactly i just want people to be happy Same. i want them to be happy or die trying so that others can be happy yeah that's why we make this podcast that's right that's why we do what we do what about you david one positive thing
1: um i liked when it was over <laughs>
0: i was just gonna say that
1: no, I, I liked the action. I liked the. Well, it's hard to be positive. I have so much negativity. I don't like the president. All I see is Mr. Fancy Pants from New Girl. I can't stand it. Um, um, that sounds like a personal problem. But I liked the action and I liked the military scenes. I liked when Gravik was more like military-esque sure. versus super. Like when they attacked, yeah. uh, they attacked that convoy. Yeah, that was a cool scene it was that probably was the majority of that 200 million dollar budget they blew up two helicopters sean they really blew them up those helicopters were just scrawls oh my god <laughs> they just shape-shifted into a helicopter
0: <laughs> yeah that's actually that would have been a great twist at the end if you find out it's not just Skrulls <laughs> imitating humans it's autobots it's imitating literal, vehicles i was gonna
1: say that <laughs> <laughs> starscream no which one's a helicopter I don't remember I gotta watch those movies I <laughs> can't trust anything everything is cake <laughs> I,
0: I, I, I I embrace my wife for comfort she is also a cake
1: <laughs> uh, well that'll do sure. it <laughs> uh, anybody we want to shout out shout out Noah for coming last week and recording with David I heard it was a blast I was at home. I had massive diarrhea. So. <laughs> Shout
0: out to uh, TZ. He'll Sh- be uh, turning 30. Dude. This weekend at the, the big time of the you. recording. Shout out to TZ. It's crazy that my younger brothers are getting Dude, older. Dude, I will
1: not let my lung- younger brother get to 30. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my <laughs> uh, you can't keep getting away with it. <laughs> Anything, any questions? So, what did you guys think of the secret invasion? We'll, well, ask the crowd. Uh, what, what did you think about my top five Batman list? Who did I snub? What did you think about my description? I don't know. <laughs> tell us what your favorite are. Uh, tell us your top five. What are some good top five topics for Sean to hit next week? David after that, me after that. Um, anything else, David? Nope. Anything else, Sean?
0: We had a surge in subscriber numbers. I don't even know what happened recently
1: um well it wasn't a real I know that just something uh, it's probably something, it's probably something in the water yeah David uh just finished his gaming room we'll throw up a picture of that that looked pretty sweet I'm not gonna do that um but anyway all right well that's gonna episode 47. Episode forty seven. This has been a blast. We thank you guys for watching, listening. Please subscribe. Please share with somebody. Please get Gertie on the line. Tell everybody you know. Hit the like button. Help us with the algorithm. And listen on Spotify. Watch on YouTube. We love you and peace.
0: Gotta mash the buttons. Gotta mash the sound bites. (laughs) (laughs) All
1: right. Nice. Peace.